0: And let's do it welcome to game of nodes a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validated teams welcome everyone to game of nodes you can see that it's in a completely cut crew from the game of nodes crew just myself usurper leading us off the fray will be joining us shortly uh Let's see, Null has a, the Sniffles, so can't join us, and uh, Schultze is, uh, I believe, on an airplane. So here we are. And with us today, we have Simon from Noise Network. We're going to talk a bit around randomness and the importance of randomness and all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah, welcome, Simon. Thanks for joining.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So the fra-
0: Yeah, so the, the Frey should be joining in a, in a couple of minutes. Why don't we... Uh, why don't we kick it off and just tell me a little bit about yourself and your background and, and kind of how you got to this point, to, to launching Noise, and we'll go from there.
1: Sure. Uh, so, yeah, i try to make it short. Um, my, software, uh, my, my background is of software development. Um, I studied mathematics, but I was never good enough to be a scientist. So um, I uh, studied um, software development with uh, always an interest in cryptography, So um, in 2018, uh, suddenly everybody was uh, coming around the corner with some sort of blockchain project and I ignored this whole blockchain stuff for um, a long time because I was never a fan of um, proof of work in Bitcoin and all this uh, energy burning stuff. So I missed a lot of the development that were happening in the meantime and I was quite excited to see all this proof-of-work, delegated proof-of-stake, uh, proof-of-stake, delegated proof-of-stake, this, this kind of development that, that happened in the meantime. Um, so I started um, working at uh, IOE, which is um, developing this product called Starname. I um, mm, was a yeah. developer there. Um, met a lot of uh, very good people uh, in the blockchain space, uh, especially Martin and uh, Ethan. Who um, co founded Confio with me? Um, in mm-hmm. Yeah, almost uh, three years ago, we started um, right. Confio as a company that was bringing Cosm Wasm from uh, proof of concept to a production ready product. And um, this is what I'm still doing uh, maintaining Cosm Wasm and Cosm.js at Confio. This is uh, what I spend most of my time with. Um, and yeah, along this journey, I've always been interested in um, randomness and um, making randomness available on chain and all this kind of stuff. So um, I started Noise as a side project, uh, something that I do in my nights and weekends. Um, mm-hmm. But given that there's a lot of uh, synergy with my day job at Confio, um, turned out it's uh, it's a nice combination to, to do both.
0: Uh, and to, do you still work at Confio?
1: Yes, 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 I do. Yeah. Um, so noise is not a Confio project. Um, I want yeah. to get this clear. This is uh, important to, to separate. Um, but I'm working at, uh, at Confio um, four days a week.
0: Okay, that's cool. And then when did you, when did you start, um, when did you launch? No, it hasn't been launched yet, but when did you first start like putting code down towards it and kind of working towards these test nets and everything else that's been going on?
1: Um, So the recent development is just two months old. Um, However, the team that is forming right now is based around ideas that um, I published in blog posts two years ago, um, where I figured out there's this DRAND project, which is a random number generator, um, a decentralized random number generator on the internet that has nothing to do with blockchain. However from this uh, DRAND um, project you could get random beacons which contain a digital um, cryptographic signature and those signatures can be verified um, using cosomism um, on chain so i yeah made a proof of concept and wrote an article about that 2 years ago um, a couple of months later someone brought that to um, to terra um, mm-hmm. using um, Terrant as as the name of the project um, okay. and build a lot uh, build a lottery um, on top of uh, Terrant um, and this guy uh, today is within uh, the noise team one of the four co-founders and uh, yeah so it started very early it was never a priority for me to, to work on that um, but yeah. recently um, a bunch of people came together um, and wanted to make this real um, and now we uh, we go one step further than everything that has been built before, so we're going IBC now. Um, so, which is uh, the big change uh, that was not possible uh, one or two years ago, um, right. or at least uh, the tooling and um, the frameworks and everything wasn't ready.
0: So, before, because I do have some questions around that component of it, like why is it a chain, and you know, kind of what, what what does that allow from an IBC perspective? And, and we'll get to DRAND as well because I. I, the way I want to understand that that relationship between noise and and that as a project right like the Drand structure so maybe maybe for me as being a luddite in the structure tell me about why this is important like why is randomness important why is it so difficult um and 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 why is this special in that situation
1: right so I see randomness really as a basic building block that every application developer should have available. Um, There are use cases, um, the most obvious one in blockchain is is lotteries or any kind of casinos. Um, However, there's interesting um, uh, use cases in the field of NFT, shuffling, NFT creation, um, but also governance processes where you want to do a random sampling um, from, yeah. Imagine you have a, a group of people and you don't want to select the ones who are the loudest, but you want to uh, randomly select certain people um, to form subgroups sure. um, for for certain decisions. Um, so there's a lot in the governance uh, field. Uh, and also I had recently had uh, conversations, people explaining to me that, Um, randomness is an important factor for um, more advanced cryptography, especially in the field of zero-knowledge technology. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are probably more use cases emerging. Um, Now, I think randomness should be as easy as um, querying a local random number generator for a smart contract developer. Um, however, um, randomness is very hard um, in a blockchain environment to, uh, because um, everything that we execute on a blockchain is, is executed in, in a sandbox. Um, it's the moment, right? exactly, yeah. yeah. So the moment this uh, executable software is able to access environment data, um, then. Every node will do that, and every node will provide different results um, to feed into the computation. And then the final result of the computation will be different, and everybody falls out out of consensus. So it's not only the case uh, with randomness, but also with uh, times, for example. If I access uh, my local uh, time of my computer uh, as a node, then I will get a different result as someone else's node. Maybe not in the second part, but uh, certainly in the fractions of the second. So uh, accessing local times is um, impossible with smart contracts or any blockchain application. Um, Just for times, this problem has been solved because Tendermint provides a time um, as Mm -hmm. part of the block creation. Um, It's not a perfect time, but it's certainly good for a lot of use cases. Um, But for randomness, um, this is not available from Tendermint. There are a bunch of other consensus mechanisms, uh, consensus protocols where randomness is needed for block production. Mm -hmm. Um, But in Tendermint, we don't need randomness in block production, which on the one hand is good because we don't need it to produce blocks. Um, No dependency on randomness. Um, But on the other hand, we don't get uh, randomness for free as an application developer. Because tenement does not provide it, yeah. So uh, yeah, we we want to solve this um, lack of this primitive um, by providing that on an application layer. And I see,
0: uh, no so, man's um, joined. I, I assume yeah. that's because you were watching. Even with this cold, you saw the shitty host job I was doing. So and what and happened? You fucking was- launched yourself into here. <laughs>
2: Man, I, I, could, I couldn't sit there and just watch you flail by yourself.
0: <laughs> hey, I appreciate I, that.
2: <laughs> I, I do have a cold and I, I might be sniffing a lot, but um, I just jammed myself full of drugs and jumped on here for, for support. Um, but also, you know, I, I feel like uh, potentially I've read up a little bit more on um, noise and, and generally Jesus. on uh, Simon. So I'm not saying you're doing a shit job, but, you know, read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also, Blockpaint has joined us because he also felt bad on my hosting ability. So now, I, now we have tripled the number of hosts in this call because of that.
2: And, Todd, welcome. But to be fair, Todd probably is better, uh, you know, suited to make comment on any kind of
1: you know randomness <laughs> any or any topic security of the show. <laughs> Every
0: single topic on this show. Yes, yeah. that's true. Delegate with blockchain. It's exactly right. Well, that's
2: cool. Um, <laughs> So, Simon, uh, the oh, sorry, welcome Todd. Did you have did you, did you want some uh, some introductory comments from yourself? Do you have a no, no, were no. you thinking I, that uh, usurper was doing a shit job? <laughs> <laughs> let's, oh, let's you
0: know, what, I only way. watched for about two or three minutes and then uh, and hit the button, I had to do it with my kids, so uh, uh,
3: I'll be nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, thanks,
2: Todd. So so the uh, Simon the the application layer is Drand right is that I think you were saying that earlier and yep. and I was getting my stuff in
1: order yeah so I, exactly and um, the randomness is generated um, in Drand Drand is a protocol and there's an instance of it uh, which is um, run by the League of entropy and the League of entropy is a consortium of um, of companies um, that put their name uh, out there, put their name on uh, at stake um, without any blockchain, and they do multi-party computation um, and make sure that the randomness that is generated is, uh, is generated in a fair manner in a way that no participant um, has information about the randomness um, until the point where it is published.
2: So how do they agree on the... Um like randomness. So DRAND is, it's like a network, right? Mm DRAND. And then, so these participants, they, they generate some randomness and then all agree that it's not bullshit randomness.
1: Yeah. So the way it works um, at high level is um, they do a threshold signature using DLS. So they all sign um, the same message which is defined by the protocol, which which message is to be signed. And they have a shared public key. um, And as soon as a certain threshold is reached, they create um, a combined signature, um, the signature of this whole multi-party. And this signature is unique. Um, So we can use this signature directly, hash it um, and have the randomness.
2: So on what frequency basis are they creating new randomness?
1: Yeah, so the randomness um, is generated in rounds uh, and those rounds are counted. um, And one round is produced every 30 seconds. Okay, so pretty often. And it's for, yeah, for... it really depends on the use case. If you have um, um, something with governance, that's certainly more often than you need. If you have a high frequency game, then that can already be not often enough. Hmm.
0: And then, would noise and, would noise utilize the existing DRAN network off of another piece, or would or or those validators that would be part of say as an L, as a as a chain here, would they run? Would they? Cre- would you create a separate DRAN network that's only for kind of within the cosmos type of idea?
1: Yeah. So in the first iteration, we'll use um, the existing instance uh, from the League of Entropy uh, mm-hmm. because um, it is working very well. Um, it is actually powering Filecoin. Um, so the mm-hmm. moment this uh, random number generator has issues, a Filecoin blockchain will stop. Um, so there's uh, a lot of um, economic power behind. Uh, making sure those those companies produce the randomness um, continue to do so, um, and yeah, we could um, create our own instance if we feel the need to do so, um, and there's certainly um, improvement potential. But for now, we we'll use the existing one.
2: So, is um is the league of entropy? Is that like open for membership or is it just like a closed off uh like a walled garden of just trusted people
1: um it is um a proof of authority kind of system so you will have to uh, certainly have to um to go to them and explain who you are explain uh why you're able to run a high availability uh, highly secure infrastructure um, but they are open for uh, new participants. They also want to increase the multi-party uh, set. So um, I think um, it's reputable companies um, that run infrastructure um, other than Derent uh, as their as their day job. Um, but they will be most likely be open to. New participants. So,
3: so I had some questions. I'm not sure if uh, Usurper already asked about this stuff, but not everyone may understand the significance of randomness in games and you know the history behind some of what people have done wrong in the past. Um, can maybe you talk on that a little bit?
1: So what I um, explained before was um, why randomness in blockchain is hard to get. Um, mm-hmm. I could go a little bit more into what people do to try to get randomness, uh, which which um, often causes issues. Um, so a typical example is people use um, the block height and block time um, for randomness which is something that has very low entropy. So if I um, am an attacker and I am on the edge to decide do I still want to join this game or do I not want to join this game? Do I submit my transaction or not? I can pretty much um, iterate through all the options for the next block heights, which is a handful of possible options where where the finalization might take place. Also the the block times have very low entropy. So I can just look at all the options and see if the results, the computation results would be in my favor. And if yes, I join, if not, then I do not join. Um, So that's an issue. Um, There's other um, options where people use signature schemes um, to provide randomness in some challenge um, schema where they say, hey, signer, please sign this uh, message, which I just generated for you. And then the signer signs this message and then they use the signature for, um, for the randomness. However, um, the two popular signature schemes that we are using, uh, which is SECP and ED25519, they both uh, produce signatures that are deterministic but not unique which means the signer can um, generate as many signatures as the signer wants um, and can iterate through signatures until the signer finds a signature that um, generates an output that is uh, in favor for the signer because the signer might as well be a participant in um, in your application. So those are basically the two ways to not generate randomness. Um, Yeah, Regarding uh, why randomness is needed, I think there's uh, many, many use cases. Um, The most obvious ones are lotteries, casinos of of any sort, Um, but also um, I'm building um, a demo application just to prove the point where I'm doing Monte Carlo simulations. Um, so I'm basically estimating pi by dropping random dots on a square um, and calculate the um, the distance between the origin and the dot, um, which is uh, fun. Um, and, yeah, just one of those things that, that you can do if you have randomness. Um, at the Cosmoverse um, conference in, in uh, Medellin the last two weeks, I... Um, I spoke to a lot of people in the gaming industry um, who need randomness to define all sorts of user interaction, which I'm not an expert of, but um, I can certainly understand, hey, um, if a blockchain um, should feel alive and dynamic and like some environment that is coming with surprises and is exciting, then you don't want everything to be uh, able to pre-calculate. So uh, I
2: guess. So how? Sorry, go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go. How how will this be used across chains? And you know, if you know you're doing
3: a packet across a bridge, isn't that something that's revealed in advance? Then
1: yes. Um, so the important thing is. Um, that you close your round um, and make no interaction possible at the moment where you commit to a certain round of randomness. So what you're doing is saying, hey, um, I want um, a randomness which is published after point X in time. So I know, okay, my round can lead up to point X, Um, and noise ensures that the randomness that I will get is not yet published when when, um, the point X is is reached. And Then it does not matter if you get the randomness to make your calculations um, within one second or five or even um, 10 minutes. Um, Of course, faster is, is convenient, but it's important that you close your round, whatever that means in your application, um, while the processing is taking place.
3: Awesome. Mm. Thank you for explaining.
1: My pleasure. So,
2: so why um, why then do we need an app chain? Why can people not just access directly from the um, League of Entropy? Did I miss mm. this already?
0: Nope. No. We're, no, we actually, we're just talking about, we're getting to that question because, if it is through League of Entropy today, it seems like it could be maybe contract-based, but maybe that's wrong. And maybe as it grows, go ahead, Simon, tell us.
1: Sure. Tell so, us, man. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> 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 um, it has been shown by Tarrant on Terra that it is possible to uh, implement that as a smart contract um, on a single chain. Um, so strictly speaking you can have a verification contract on every single chain where you submit the randomness Um, the the chain cannot access the League of Entropy directly because it cannot do network calls um, and the League of Entropy uh, DRAND is not within any blockchain uh, space but you have to submit the beacons from there into into smart contract blockchain Um, now The issue is that if you have all those instances for contracts that verify randomness um, first of all they all take a lot of gas Um, so what we have to do is uh, bls signature verification which is heavy heavy computation um so on some chains that is feasible. Um, it might cost you a dollar or two to verify such a randomness, but on other chains, uh, the block space might not be sufficiently big to provide those randomness.
2: Okay. So basically, it comes down to if you if you're doing it from an SC. It, did Simon freeze?
0: Well, oh, sorry. Was he, was he still
2: talking when I was talking?
0: No, his his video has been kind of coming in and out, but his audio has been good. Go ahead.
2: Oh, can Simon hear me? Simon, can you hear me? I guess he's going in and out. <laughs> did he Did he say something? I can't hear him. <laughs> no, but it's I, like, I can't hear you. No. Yeah, this this platform sometimes is a little bit strange where you can like, I can see and hear other people, but not like someone else. If that makes right. sense, or I can see them, but I can't hear them. Anyway,
0: you're on the Starlink. Uh,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, I'm on the I'm on Elon's teat.
0: <laughs> it's working well.
2: <laughs> oh, so he's busted off. It's funny, he like this, it this 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 platform like, oh, you got to use um, you got to use like wired connection and shit, and it's like yeah. I'm on I'm on wireless to a satellite. <laughs> Still yeah. seems to work okay. It's working pretty um, good.
0: You're a little latency there, but that's it's really not that bad, though.
2: Oh yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's probably just me thinking, though. It's probably not really latency. <laughs> it could be. Speed <laughs> I mean, its going. gone. Oh, yeah. oh um, man. I actually, what? I was going to ask Simon a question. I bloody forgot it. So now I'll when he re comes back. I'm actually writing notes here on a piece of paper. Oh, he's back. Can you add him up?
0: Yeah, sure can. There
1: he is. He's back. Uh, sorry, that was my internet. No worries.
2: Where are you um, situated?
1: What um, what country? Um, I'm in Germany, in the middle of Germany.
2: Okay. Well, close nice. to the notes. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say, like, you know, where are you located exactly. Like, you, you drop that on the fray and he'll tell you what pub he's at. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to throw uh, you under the docks bus. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so the company is in Berlin, but I'm not, um, I think Berlin is a bit too hyped. It was never my city. Oh no. <laughs> so it's okay.
2: Is, is noise. Like, how do you say that? Noise. noise, noise.
1: noise? Yeah. So the name is just coming from noise, uh, like ocean, like this, you, the signal stuff with, you can never pre- uh, predict what, what you get. Um, oh, yeah. and we just dropped the E to make it a fantasy name and just <laughs> pronounce it, pronounce it like noise.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's makes more sense. Now I'm like looking at it going noise, 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 <laughs> noise. Yeah. no, it's cool. Um, so the, the, the noise, noise network, <laughs> uh, come is it a company like in Germany?
1: uh no we have no no company we this time uh we go fully activism mode with just a handful of individuals and no token sales and company and no structure um so Love it. i mean i'm i'm, no I'm not hiding my not hiding myself but um, I've been through the process of setting up a foundation and trying to get a bank account and trying to get a payroll up and everything. Um, I've done that, and doing that once is is enough, Um, (laughs) especially since we don't have the demand to hire up a a large team. Uh, We don't need um, fiat in the bank in order to, uh, to get this project started. So, so we'll probably operate by just uh, dropping tokens um, and get started that the way.
2: The foundation that was started was that um, the Confio, our uh, foundation. Yes. Or Confio, or,
1: or uh, Confio is yeah. Confio is the development company in um, Berlin where the team is employed. So we have twenty five people in in Confio right now. Um, there is a Dutch foundation, which is Dichting Ocean Blue. That's the um, foundation behind the launch of the T-Grade token. Um, and this foundation is the one that is uh, was doing the token sales and is um, yeah, contracting Confio for building T-Grade.
2: So why is it so important to do that um, behind a uh, foundation?
1: Because the moment you issue a token, you get into the business of financial instruments Mm -hmm. and you probably don't want to issue tokens and sell tokens as an individual. I mean, you can, um, but somebody has to pay the lawyers and um, make sure everything is nice and compliant and, um,
2: So it's all pretty sketchy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You
2: want to try not to get sued, right?
1: (laughs) It's okay. It makes sense. Um, It's just a lot of work. Um, And if you're uh, planning a big, big project, then this is certainly necessary. Um, But if we can get noise out of the door without anyone employed, without... paying any external contractor without having to sell a single token before launch and just make sure the product is out there. People start using it. People enjoy it and decide whether or not it's worth uh, founding a company. Then um, to me right now for this particular project, um, that's the better way.
2: So for the, for the launch of the network then is it going to like, do you plan to just do a pretty low key thing um, and just sort of, you know, have a have a decent you know set of validators, and then just throw it up like a smallish, smallish set of validators. Get it out there, drop a token, and then just let people use it. Pretty much. Uh,
1: yeah, I think that is more or less the plan um, to make sure the focus is on the users um, and the communities that want to use the product, uh, and not so much on. Um, any kind of marketing or selling the token or this kind of stuff Um, I mean we are planning a bunch of cool things for the launch of the token Um, but um, yeah try to to do everything within the team of the four co-founders without that much uh, external resources needed So So who is
2: the Oh, sorry. Okay, I was gonna say the
0: phrase joined us, but Simon, so what's before we get to his story? um The what's the what's? I assume there's a a payment or a fee structure that that these the app like the clients that use the 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 network that would basically pay into that. Is that that is that the idea? And do you think that like the noise token itself will have? a value to it and that would there be a minting type of structure? Or you think it's just really based on a fee structure because people are using the network and they're paying fees to be able to use the network.
1: Yeah. So there is an income stream for sure, um, which is, um, applications using our service, uh, the noise service via IBC, um, to get randomness, yeah. they will have to purchase the token in order to pay for, for that service. Um, in the beginning, it will be very simple as a pay-as-you-go payment. Uh, you pay for every randomness that you request. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are also thinking in the direction of subscriptions where especially applications that use a lot of rounds um, pay more like a flat fee um, or yeah, somewhere between uh, per usage fee and um, some flat fee. Yeah. Because we also want to make it Attractive for games that need a lot of randomness, as well as governance applications who might only need a randomness once a quarter. Right, and so
0: the, and the validator network itself, obviously, they're you know dealing with the IBC structure and the transactions that are coming in through that piece, and they do have a, they do have a role in the in the the DRand um, integration. Right, so there's a request, or are there? There's an integration there between the DRand network and obviously this, this network that's generating that random number. And then there's a consensus from the validators to say this is the random number for this specific round, right? That they're they're agreeing that this is exactly what DRand said, right? So there's a there's not there's a a sense of um, of um, completeness to say that this all these this validator set has agreed that this is the number that we all see from from DRand. So so actually the validator set itself is an oracle to DRand right? And they, they're presenting that data they, back, is that right?
1: They don't have to decide on that um, and they don't have to check that because the verification, if a particular DRAND round is correct or not, yeah. um, is done in Cosmwasm and are fully automated, fully executed. Because each um, DRAND beacon comes with a signature and that can be verified in Cosmosm. So it's not like um um, um Oracle where different validators would have to double check right. if the data is really correct and query some external endpoint. Uh, the moment they get the um, beacon it is added as a transaction into a block um, it's automatically ver- verified. Yeah, okay. Cool. So yeah, and we have uh, bots who do this um, bridging between reading randomness from DRAND and bringing that onto the noise chain. And we have an incentivization model for uh, for bot operators, which is basically just external clients um, that are running and observing the DRAND network. And every time a new randomness comes in, they submit a transaction to the noise network and make that um, randomness available as fast as possible.
0: Cool. So, the, so the network itself, the validator network itself. Obviously, I mean, if it's just running Wasm, it's not really much of a of a value there. So, well, I guess, or could be able to grow, and it could bring DRand in house, and it, you're basically building for the future in that sense, right? Because everything you just said right there, I understand it. It sounds like it could be a contract in Juno, right, or or any other sort of Cosm-Wasm type structure, um, but you're building it as right. a way for for future capabilities.
1: Right. Uh, so there is, uh, the the MVP can be built as a contract on Juno. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt about that. However, there's um, tons of optimization potential that sure. we already have, have listed when doing that um, on our own chain. So the whole verification process could be speeded up by using a different WASM compiler. We could have... Um, Crypto APIs were providing the verification functionality for BLS uh, verification in a way that is much more efficient. Um, but right now, the most time we spend um, regarding our chain is um, thinking about block space, how we mm-hmm. utilize block space, how f- frequent our blocks should be, how much block space we need. Um, how small we can make blocks uh, in order to get high-frequency blocks. Um, because we want people who, who submit uh, or end their, their round um, and, and are waiting for this randomness to get this randomness very, very, very fast. Um, because the time that it takes to process the randomness is the time that a user is sitting in front of a computer staring at the spinning wheel mm-hmm. waiting for a result. Right. um and we do fight for every 100 milliseconds that we can get um in order to uh, to speed that up uh, and being able to have full control over our block space right now just what is in there but with upcoming um prioritization of uh, transactions and and even um yeah with ABCI plus I uh, plus plus uh, even more um, flexibility on how plug space is utilized. Um, we see a much more potential for the future there. So Frey, welcome. Let me
0: let me up, let welcome. me update you on the on the what's happened in the last 41 minutes, this this started as a two person call and then Null jumped in because it's doing such a bad job. Then Todd jumped in because Null was doing such a bad job. It's correct, right? So far, so you've already you've
3: already explained everything there is to be explained. Then,
1: well, that,
0: that I mean that that piece right there around why a chain versus a contract was very helpful. I think I I think I get it for this in this small period of time right here. Yeah, it's cool.
2: We've basically just been here, like slamming Simon with questions. <laughs> it's
0: <Right laughs> really what it's been. It's been our
3: most educational episode by far. I mean that kind of sounds like if anything, the podcast is improving without my presence. So <laughs> I, I will
0: say that when I when I launched it, <laughs> I couldn't remember what our tagline was, so I just skipped it. I was like, hey, <laughs> welcome.
3: Hey. <laughs> I game forgot of notes. I don't think I
0: even said game of notes. It's just like, yeah, hi we are.
2: Were you <laughs> Were Simon you nervous, Post. you said? Were you having a little nervous nelly moment?
0: I wasn't nervous. I, I know I could keep Simon entertained for at least twenty five minutes. I was worried more that this would be the shortest episode that's ever happened. <laughs> and and that was really what. Song, I, you kick then, like,
2: off after an hour; you just there by yourself, just like that. I would just shit talk. Yourself.
0: I would shit talk two of the three of you for the next hour. That's what I would do. I would just, I would just rail into both of you. Todd gets a pass. Yeah, well, probably. Yeah, probably you know. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, fair enough. I've, I've, I we we moved back an hour because Noel was ill and and I had other responsibilities football. and then just blew straight through that time limit. Anyway, too funny. Yeah, I was. I as everybody knows, I am a very big football fan, and I was at the football. Is that, Let's go with that. Is that? Definitely is that what definitely, that was definitely was what you were doing? Is it? That- I was a hundred percent at the football. Um, football. Football. That's that's, that's <laughs> me. Football. Love love the football.
2: Um, i love that i love that scene, scene in, uh,
3: in contact with the foot when the ball is not in contact with the foot and is in the air both of those times love love what they're doing there. i love
2: that i love that um, scene in train sporting what are you doing football <laughs> what about you shopping <laughs> probably got no idea what i'm talking about
3: <laughs> i do I think it's maybe like the one time ever that a movie reference has gone over my head. Like, really? I don't Train. recall what point of the film uh, they're they're at the club. And, and the girls come the up film. to them at the
2: club, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And the boys are like, "Football." <laughs> they were talking about the they were oh, talking about right, the girls, yeah, okay. <laughs> and the girls uh, were talking okay, about the yeah, boys, and then right. the boys go, "What were you talking about?" And they're like, "Shopping." <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: okay. oh god. Yeah, I, I guess I only really remember the traumatic traumatic. It's not nearly as feeling. funny when you have
2: to explain it. It's yeah, not. it kinda of, Yeah, kind yeah. Of sucks that now that I have to do
3: that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um so, you know, uh you know, don't let me interrupt. Like, should we should we continue asking questions? Well I feel
2: like you really want to know some some cosmism shit. Are, are you more interested in the in the randomness well, I, or the, or the cosmwasm?
3: Well, I'm wondering, like, so I put some questions in the spreadsheet. I don't know if anyone's read the, pres- read the spreadsheet, but I, I I kind of thought it might be good um, for, for the non-devs mm-hmm. to actually, like, do some kind of foundational stuff on randomness. But I don't know if you guys have already kind of
2: got Yeah, more that. or less. Uh, th- that was Todd's first question. You've already done said, that? for the plebs out there, mm-hmm. why do we need randomness? His exact words.
3: Why is it hard? And what happens it goes wrong? what happens the it goes wrong you always win get, the poker hand uh, 28th of July <laughs> so 28th of July was actually a test of Juno's ability to create a random it, beacon via the process of app hashing <laughs> wait wait, wait. It, it turns out it does work so yeah, how about yeah. um, it's really really hard to do because you have to use auth Z but you do get a random hash out at the this end this will
2: be interesting um, um, for the fray why don't you recap your questions and I'll see if I can answer them
3: <laughs> this should be good <laughs> Okay, I love that. <laughs> right. So, Null, why why is randomness important in in a blockchain context?
2: Firstly, because reasons.
3: <laughs> reasons. No.
2: So, so uh, from what I understand, so we need, um, you know, well, things need randomness, and it's just hard to generate. Well, difficult to generate reliably, randomly, in a blockchain. So, you know, casinos obviously uh, games need randomness, other things need randomness and it's just hard to generate. is it was that is that the question
3: <laughs> and, <laughs> it's pretty good right okay yeah fine so, so, so we've got some 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 decentralized applications might need randomness yeah okay so um, you are
2: saying why specifically why is, does a blockchain why
3: is randomness? Why is randomness so so hard to come by in a blockchain context? what What's the challenges? Why is it something that we even have to talk about rather than just like generate? It because
2: done? of lack of entropy in a blockchain, and because the smart contracts can't reach outside of their little contract environment, their little uh, you know VM, so they have to rely on things that are available to them. And I think Simon said the things that could possibly generate randomness is the block time and the block height, Mm -hmm. but they're predictable, and thus you can uh, work out a handful of combinations of what they may actually result in, giving you the advantage of being able to predict it somewhat and then cover your bases in, you know, if you're doing something that requires that answer. So the true randomness can't be generated inside the blockchain.
3: Right. So why would I not just uh, import a library and and just like do it in a smart contract?
2: So reasons that was
3: <laughs> trick question. So
2: when you say a library, what what do you mean by a library? Like a randomness library?
3: Well you can generate you so, can cannot... okay. yeah, so generate any number of ways of generating what you're getting to.
2: So <laughs> to do that in to, yeah, to do that inside a uh, inside the blockchain to to get randomness that is truly random then that will give everyone different answers and you can't commit that state to the blockchain or you'll appash everything is that right did i win do i get a fluffy <laughs> that's, setting that's <laughs> <right>. you've, you've, <laughs>
3: yeah. you've won the game yeah. of, you've won the game of explaining back the situation <laughs> very, very well done very well handled simon uh, must be an absolutely excellent teacher because that Evidently, only took the, the 28 minutes that I was gone to, to explain all that. So <laughs> He's a good teacher. I have to to be
2: fair, Simon uh, explained it in much better detail and context and less stupid words. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, could, I feel like Simon's just sitting there cringing a little bit. He's like, uh, it's not really what I said. <laughs>
1: exactly what I said. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I mean, it captures uh, the most important point.
3: Hey. So if it, it if all we do at game of knows is we have the geniuses we bring on their fire and then the the, 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 the general public their ice and we're just a lukewarm water in that's between right. then I just a
0: little that. bit of that rubs off I think that's that's pretty good right yeah 100%. you know I, I actually broke um, down
2: the main points on my piece of paper for my uh, article on the whole situation
0: so. you you knew that you knew that the phrase quiz was coming. <laughs> the phrase quiz time I mean was, you know it was it was like, coming. Shit, he's somebody's was gonna ask coming. me
2: about these so so my 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 notes don't consist of much so it's like <laughs> it, it literally says DRAND uh League of Entropy and then under Y app I have like it can't Y-app. be implemented in a smart contract <laughs> there you go <laughs> properly <laughs> I and mean, then I was like oh, I hate writing notes fuck it I'm going to I'm done yeah um, but I think
3: show notes <laughs> uh, <laughs> cross through why the, do you cross, cross through the to-do list item <laughs> this is oh, why yeah. usurper takes well care done. of the show well down, and I don't
2: um, <laughs> I mean I usually write show notes down in the in the thing-o, um, but I feel like they just get ignored or are too far off to the right to be seen
0: where do you write them Go back in the in the, the shared notes. I think that's a lot. Yeah, line. I write
2: it on the right hand column of the, you know, the the row C. Col-
0: column XXXXX.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like, I, yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say like H H H, H Keep, keep H, scrolling. You're like, out there. Yeah, you just got to keep scrolling <laughs> and you'll see all Nell's hard work. Yeah, I believe <laughs> it when I see it. Um so uh have you talked about Cosmos we haven't we no, talked about we haven't but before no, we do please. go on to Cosmos, oh, oh sorry, but we, you have something else. We, to say. we
2: haven't got please. there, yet. So I just actually oh. I wanted to talk about the token just a little bit um, because you know that's what.
3: Oh it's Null's Tokenomics. Hour. DJ. No, I, I just there's not no there's not going to be a stable alpha? coin. Calm down. There's not going to be a stable coin. So
2: yeah.
3: Oh wait, Simon, is there going to be a stable <laughs> coin? <laughs> I mean, I don't I'm, think so.
2: <laughs> I, I think I'm like a lot better about talking <laughs> about that stuff than like why randomness. But anyway, so. With your token, you say you're just going to airdrop a bunch of shit out there, right? Just spray it around.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I don't so think that's exactly... Is token- that what
0: you wrote down? Is that what... Did you write, did you write spray it down, spray it around in your notes over there? I don't think that's exactly what came up.
1: Well,
2: I, I had a couple of pointy questions. I, I'm like, are you going to do inflation? Like, do you need inflation? Are, are we trying to encourage people to, like... Do, do regular users even have a use for this token? Or is it... For me, it's just going to be people who want to run apps and stuff that want to use the the noise of the network um, will want the token, right? So, I'm thinking like, you know, what's the value proposition for users? Is is the demand going to be that great that um, you know it's a good a good punt for people, or like, do you even need to distribute it? Can you just not sell it and then you know have the like, can you not just create a pool and people can just buy it out of the pool and, and then the validators collect, um, you know, uh, rewards and then sell them back to the pool? So I'm just wondering, like, is it, is it the type of thing that actually needs a wide distribution and staking is the, is the basis of my questioning?
1: Um, so right now we're really focusing on the product um, and the token is a little bit like, yeah, tokenomics, you do that later. <laughs> um and i think there have been a number of decisions that um define the tokenomics and uh, first of all is we do don't do any pre-sales um, uh, second is there is um a native demand for the token um through the service that we're offering so in contrast to many other tokens there's actually um uh, a business case for it. <laughs> um, so that um, also might create um, a secondary a speculation case. So you can buy the token in the hope that it is worth more later. Um, we, yeah, we'll not, we not, yeah, I already said that. Yeah, uh, you, said, you said you're not to be doing it. styles. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and one thing that we want to make sure is. We have an an inflation model um, that rewards all the network participants, and those are not only block creators. Um, There is uh, inflation that goes to validators, um, but there's also inflation that is going to the League of Entropy um, because they are doing a fantastic job in running this infrastructure, and they um, should have a share, even if it's a small share, in the rewards generated um, by this project. Um, And not only the rewards, not only the the monetary aspect, but they should also have um, an ownership aspect and a participant um, share in in noise um, to make sure that whenever there's anything ongoing on DRAND and the League of Entropy, they make sure they have aligned interest with noise and make sure we are um, talking Uh, And we know what's going on well in advance, and um, they are not making any crazy changes that they are discussing between uh, the League of Entropy and Filecoin as the biggest user, and we only hear about them when it's too late. Um, So, for example, um, the DRAND team is working on shorter block times, uh, round times uh, for the uh, randomness in the order of magnitude of five seconds instead of 30 seconds and all this kind of stuff. Um, is good to to establish a close relationship uh, with the League of Entropy um, as long as we, we use their service and collaborate with them. Um, and there's uh, tokens that should go to the bot operators that um, provide the bridge between um, the DRN network and uh, the noise blockchain. So inflation sh- should go in, in multiple pots so that's going to happen. Um, for sure, um, we will make that uh, token available on some decentralized exchange um, in order to allow people buying it um, who want to use the service or who want to have the token for whatever reason. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically how far the, the thinking is for now.
2: Is it possible to have a non-inflationary mechanism and only have like the distribution of the um, like transaction fees for, for the use of the network go to those separate pots. The, the reason mm. I say this is so I'm, I'm pretty like, I, I just like, for example, the way Kujira did it, even though it keeps every validator broke um, in that they're for not now. sort of for now, but they're not trying to like, um, uh, something that yeah they're not if that makes sense like the the inflation is like it's it's the um you know it's basically writing its own destiny like your your inflation pumps your coin up to the users because they want to get that return on the coin right when it's really like to me it's a pretty disingenuous system because it doesn't value the coin based on its its use cases and its actual usage at all it only you know people want the coin in the short term because it's got inflation and they can get a return on it and dump it in the back into the um right the pools and and it's got like a it's got a limited um lifespan you know lifespan because once the the pool rewards and stuff run out um, and once the inflation goes down the chain, it just ends up being a dump coin. And then, you know, the, the the hype around it fizzles out. Whereas in my humble opinion, I feel like it's better to not have the hype to begin with and then just have the, the token based on its usage and the actual income generated from it based on a demand for its usage, not an inflationary-like um, mechanism that makes people want it. Because it's it's... It's a bullshit mechanism that just pumps up projects so people can dump on the pools.
1: Yeah, but then you're (laughs) implying... No, you're completely right. right. You're you're implying that the inflation goes to delegators who do nothing else than uh, buying tokens, putting them somewhere, and waiting for more tokens to come back. Um, The inflation model that we are thinking about is making sure the inflation goes to those points where value is generated. Um, Inflation should go to a development team. Inflation should go to validators who run the infrastructure. Inflation should go to the DRAND network. Um, Inflation should go to bot operators in a way that um, the inflation is much closer in line with the value generated by uh, the particular parties. And I prefer a token model where you start with a very minimal initial supply, because why dump a massive initial supply on top of anybody uh, when there is little value created, um, but increase the supply. Start with something small um, and increase the supply as the value um, increases. So,
2: I mean... Back, I guess that sort of goes back to the question of, of why can't you just distribute the fees to those parties instead of actually have inflation to those parties?
1: Uh, yeah, because fees, uh, everybody wants zero fees, and we have fees that are barely enough to protect spam, um, and it's a race to zero, um, and we, we are seeing that all over the place, and um, uh, yeah, the fees are not um, at least not the at least are not the um, that, the network fees. Maybe, yeah. maybe you have to differentiate between network fees and product fees. And right, then right. That, 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 that that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. The, the, the usage like of fees. the product.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because that makes sense. Then that means that like you know if the chain sees usage, it has value, and if it doesn't, then it doesn't, and it should just die.
1: So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 100%. I think you can implement it with inflation by burning the um the product fees that you earn as a chain. Um, yeah. so you have uh income and and um and yeah, uh, tokens that are taken back.
3: So, possibly a dumb question here then. This sounds like if staker are stakers going to be rewarded at all, is it still going to be proof of stake chain or is it going to be? a uh, cust- a kind of custom inflationary model that isn't really proof of stake that is something different the tokens are in the tokens that are in supply are, are liquid and they're and the validator bonding mechanism is something more like a foundation bonding or something and it's more about just direct security
1: and no we'll be working with uh, cosmos staking module um pretty much 100% just not all the inflation goes to um goes to the block producers and the delegators. Um, Right now, I think in the module, the distribution module that gives you one parameter where it says, okay, you can give like 5% to your community pool, but we-
3: Yeah, it's like community pool and then everything else is just like default. Yeah, and
1: default means uh, 95% or even more uh, go to block producers and I question, that ninety-five uh, percent of the value is generated by block producers. Um, we love our validators. Um, we also appreciate the staking mechanism. That's that's all great. But why not fifty percent of the inflation go to block producers and delegators, uh, and the rest to 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 someone else, um, or sixty so or forty?
3: A, a naive question uh, would be: Given that, why? W- what's the isn't there like a, uh, my t- okay. So you could obviously modify the staking module, which sounds like what the plan is, but you could also presumably, um, write that in Cosmwasm and, and implement it as a privileged contract within something like uh, a right? That, that would be another way of going about implementing a custom staking system that, that didn't really have to rely on, um, the way the SDK does it, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have done that in Confio. We have done that uh, for T-grade. Um, that all works, um, but that is a lot of work. Um, it, it has been uh, implemented in, in proof of engagement. It works entirely different. It completely swaps out the staking module from uh, Cosmos SDK while um, continuing to use everything else. Um, and I want to focus on the product um, and not on the token distribution. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm more leaning towards um, ideas that have been developed by the Stargaze team, um, where they have a distribution module that um, is more flexible, but overall works like any other um, Cosmos SDK chain. They just say, yeah, we also have an inflation share that goes here and an inflation share that goes there. and uh, distribute it differently, um, which I think makes sense. It's a good compromise between uh, a little bit more flexibility, um, without having to reinvent this whole um, security aspect of staking, as well as um, yeah, the, the tokenomics and everything that that users are used to.
3: Yeah right okay that's interesting because we we, i i i'm i was kind of interested to hear you go in that direction just because i assumed with the with the the kind of t-grade connection that it would be like oh well there's actually two but by the sound of things it's just it's too much distraction from the product
1: yeah exactly so i'm completely open to those ideas um and i'm talking with um, all kinds of people about how to use the flexibility that cosm wasm provides to um replace those core modules of Cosmos SDK and for each of those modules for each of those slots um, have a variety of um, plugins that you can choose and say yeah I want to have this type of staking and I want to have this uh, version of the bank and I want to have that sort of vesting accounts Um, and have uh, have a yeah, mix and match system um however for noise right now um it would really just delay the launch of the chain uh, which is uh, certainly something that we would absolutely avoid
3: right okay that makes sense um because it i guess so we've we've been working on this this how thing for a while and something became really obvious to us like really quickly was that we needed ipfs nodes um and then you kind of go all right but they need to be paid for and the validators i guess are going to have to run them so like what what we the the kind of thing that we started looking at was was t um for that because obviously we're all smart contract developers mainly like that's the rest of the team i'm the only one that's really done any sdk work and and like the sdk is i think quite hard to work with um compared to Cosmosm. so it was one of those where we were like okay well probably um TWASM represents a pretty good compromise from where we're standing, albeit you've got to kind of start from, from scratch, oh, right? Great. Uh With the things you're implementing. What is what is TWASM? Can you explain for people? Uh, well, I mean, Simon directly worked on yeah. it, right? So Simon could also oh, probably okay. explain it uh, uh, better than me. Yeah, so I
1: did not directly work on it, um, but it's basically a module in... T-Grade that is T-grade specific, that is part of the proof of engagement um, implementation. And proof of engagement is um, a re- reward or inflation distribution mechanism that is based on the idea that there are no delegators um, and only validators um, stake their own tokens which belong to them. Um, and there is reward distribution based on engagement points which are collected by any sort of contribution to uh, the ecosystem um, and then are assigned by a committee um, on chain and those engagement points um, then allow you to earn part of the uh, the rewards Um, those
3: so you can see how that would be generalized that if you're providing storage todd you could say okay well it's kind of the same in that you, get a, so you have a set of validators who are providing storage, you can then, I mean, are we even all these sort of folks have, have already long solved uh, the kind of prisoner's dilemma element of how you prove the content, you know, the game theory component of how you prove the content is alive. That's quite trivial within the kind of economics of it. And so then it, it it's it, it's it's actually a lot simpler than proof of engagement to do infrastructure based um stuff that sort of relies on the validator set, but is outside of consensus, I think, basically. Yeah, there's a lot Um, of chains that have that
2: problem right now. I mean...
3: Yeah, exactly. So this is, it's this kind of that, like, oh, I'm just sending proofs that this stuff exists. Oh, that's doable in an end blocker, right? It's that kind of uh, use case, essentially, which has been interesting from the start. And I've been bugging Ethan with questions about it for some time, but it's not been a thing that we've, it's taken us so long to build what we're building that, not really been a problem until we're like we're like about to launch and we're like oh yeah that problem that we were like we still don't have any ipfs nodes what we're we going to do about that hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah For sure yeah. do we know how to incentivize it in now cosmos no nah, not yet but um well we do know how
1: to we just haven't made it <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe yeah now you're muted
2: can you tell me something about t-grade uh with the the validators can stake their own tokens. What does that mean for the validator? Like, does that affect, it doesn't affect anything, does it? Like you can have no token staked yourself, right? Like it doesn't affect uh, your awards and it doesn't affect your voting.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it does. Um, so uh-huh. the rewards that you're getting is um, calculated based on both stake that you put at stake um, and engagement that you provide. Um, and the idea, the base idea is that if somebody who's very established, who's sitting on a large amount of tokens and puts a lot of tokens at risk um, to make sure they do that job properly, um, they can get a high reward. And a newcomer who's just coming in, who's not having that much tokens, but is very, very engaged, doing a lot for the community, can also earn. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, rewards making worth the effort of of spending all this time and energy into this ecosystem Uh, so it's really those two components and then there's a reward calculation based on on those two inputs is there a
2: formulation that's available for that
1: there has been a, a white paper that was published uh, which contains all the basic ideas and models um, and the curves that are used to um, generate the rewards based on um, the two inputs um, but i'm not super familiar with the details of how the chain is running at the moment yeah. uh, since i'm not not really into the uh, t-ray team
2: so, what's what's your main team within um, Confio?
1: Yeah, so Confio grew a lot in the last two years. Uh, we are twenty-five people now, um, and I'm focusing primarily on the uh, public good stack, which is uh, Cosm Wasm maintenance and Cosm JS maintenance. Cosm Wasm is the smart contract stack. Um, and CosmJS is the low- level uh, client-side library um, for for app builders um, yep. so that that's what I'm I'm focusing I like the low level stuff I don't uh, enjoy the product questions too much um, I don't understand markets I don't understand users <laughs>
3: Same, does that just not mean you don't want to talk to <laughs> you? That's a
1: different thing. I love the brutal honesty.
2: I'm just like, I don't understand him.
3: Uh,
1: I like, I like the go about, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all these irrationalities. What and Twitter, i never understand Twitter.
2: Um, guys, do you think we're at that time? Is, will we, can we thank Simon yeah. and, and move on? Uh, have you said everything you'd like to say, Simon, or is there any? Anything else you want to bring up while you're here, man?
1: You want to tell us, you know, how pretty we are or anything? Um no, we're just uh thank you very much for the invitation. And um, look man, thank yeah.
2: you for coming on. Um like
3: thanks for all your hard work. Yeah. Like the the number of projects that you're a part of. Like I, I guess like also like from uh the perspective of like you know being on the core chain of a team where we're kind of downstream dependency and like we have to whenever simon drops into whenever i get a message from simon i'm like What's oh fun? fuck <laughs> that's my reaction because i'm just like oh no oh no oh no what is it like i see it pop up on my phone and i'm just like well my whatever i plan on doing today <laughs> i'm not doing it today anymore and then when it, so, sometimes it's just something completely harmless it's like oh by the way are you doing something something and i was like
1: yeah sometimes we have security issues Thanks, to, share. <laughs> to share definitely yeah, right? like I,
3: yeah. man I, I remember like Alp um, Alp who also works at Confio I, I ran into him at, I saw him at a conference and then he came up to me a little bit later and was just like hey do you have time for a coffee and I was like oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no I don't. anytime anybody from Confio wants to talk to me I know something bad is about to go down
1: <laughs> was it that bad
3: uh well well we did, we had to quietly leave we had to quietly leave and then go fix it didn't we? <laughs> um it was it was one of the things it was in may it was like one of the exploits uh, that came up uh, just before version okay, one yeah, yeah. we had to go back to our airbnb and fix it and patch it <laughs> 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 man i i have
1: well,
2: to yeah. in that. Thank, thank you so much for all the all the work you and the confio team do um yeah we wouldn't be
1: yeah
2: it would the 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 ecosystem wouldn't have even a fraction of the of the value it's got now without um, Cosmos and you guys working hard on it in the background. And um, I feel like there's not a lot of recognition as well in that part. So you can have it from us.
1: <laughs> Thank Sorry. you very much. <laughs> uh, it's really, it's really a pleasure doing that stuff and uh, seeing so many people using it. Um, so uh, that has been one of the learnings from Cosmo as So many people who are using Cosmos now who I never see because it just works for them. They don't have issues. I don't hear from them. <laughs> so um, it's it's really uh, amazing how how the Cosmos ecosystem is exploding. Agreed.
2: Thanks again, Bill. Cool. Thanks, Ace. Simon. Thank you. Yep. Bye. You Take back, care. Simon. Where's that, that was good. Uh, where's that thing?
0: Listen, let me just catch you up on the whole situation. Professional. Professional. I was kicking ass on this thing by myself. And then I think Noel felt bad about it and got involved. And then I asked Todd. I'm like, it's only the two of us. I'm like, what are you doing? Come on in. And Todd joined knowing that I was kicking ass. I mean, you can go back to the tapes. I'm like, we have this on, this is recorded, right?
3: So we can actually. I, I mean, I will, I will go back (laughs) and check it and, and, and then make a a judgment. No, he was, he was doing great. I did forget the name of the
0: show and our tagline and our guest and your
3: two note, your two names. But other than that, I kept it moving. So that's not bad going really. Um, and. You know, it takes a lot of time to get to the level of slickness, <laughs> 30, of Thirty-two that episodes I've is what I work, where yeah. I could just turn up and say the same line <laughs> every episode, no matter how badly we've been rugged on the intro. Like it's a, it's a real. I mean, it's, it's in the notes. Um, like it's,
2: it's right there in the notes. It says. To,
3: to my, also, to my
2: in big, big letters. How can you miss per- it?
3: <laughs> do, do you know the funny thing is actually that the one that Null's written, I think, Null wrote that. I did that notes.
2: because that was
3: that's the... actually not the correct. That's actually not the correct topper for the show. It's not well, the correct intro. It's weekly to weekly podcast. To my to my credit, hello everybody, and, welcome and to, to Game of nodes, oh, the, a weekly, weekly. podcast. Oh, to good. my
0: credit, and it. to also to to maintain the integrity of gaming of nodes, I didn't even open that spreadsheet. So. That, I mean, that's what we, any any of you would do, right? We would just ignore that spreadsheet completely, and then afterwards, oh shit, all these notes are in there. <laughs> I actually looked at that.
3: There you go. There you go. Thank you very much. Um, so, I've just realized one of the one of the talking points yeah. this week is relevant to Simon, um, but he's gone now. So he's he's gone. We'll never <laughs> see him again. Forever, probably. Who was who? Who was that guy? Did one of <laughs> you guys invite? No. I, sorry, I'm going to stop making jokes about that. That's um, But, but so a talking point I want to bring up, which is actually I put on the, the sheet and then I remembered Simon was on and I was like, oh, when, when shall we speak about that? But is um Larry, who was on the show the sure. other week, um, has been doing some preliminary work and has actually done a surprising amount and made a surprising amount of progress because he's a shadowy super coder who apparently doesn't ever sleep. Uh-huh. Um, uh, on CWSDK, which is uh, uh-huh. the can we just have Cosmos modules as smart contracts and just and just run those suckers. We're talking uh, about that uh, just the other yeah, yeah, with him, right? Yeah. We were talking about yeah, timelines I mean, and everything I mean, else, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We literally talking about like, hey, is this possible? Is this the thing? This seems like a thing that a lot of devs want. And he was kind of, and then he just like woke up one morning and was just like, well, I guess <laughs> <laughs> I got some time and, before and lunch. So, All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, just, he had half an hour before well, lunch. so he said, just implemented. Well, we asked that, where, but he
0: said like it would take two years, right? Or, or one of you guys, or maybe it was you, you Frey, or hip.
3: I think I said it would maybe take 18 said, months. Obviously, he was like, "That's ah, a morning. <laughs> yeah, is fine. It's fine. Like, About <laughs> five fine. minutes. <laughs> yeah, was so are get, getting to feature parity <laughs> with SDK. We take a couple of years, but whether or not you need every feature, I think, right. is the question. Right. And that's the that's I think the the premise here actually is that a lot of Decentralized applications that might want to move into the interchain yeah. don't need all of those shiny features. And actually, given what we've seen of um, discussions around mesh yeah. security, um, which is, to my understanding, my my kind of layman's understanding of it, we can sort of call it sort of adjacent to what people were talking about as ICS version two. Okay. Um, so you know, kind of like layering of layering of. Uh, security rented from other places, right? That kind right. of idea.
0: Well, as I said, I, I asked Sonny to come back um, on because I don't understand any of this shit. So it would be good to.
3: I, I mean,
0: I understand. Yeah, I
3: keep wanting to talk about mesh security, but then I'm like, I know that you you're trying to get him back on, and he he will at some point actually come on the show, and then it would be a bit. To be fair, we could just get we could actually get Jake and Sonny back on probably yeah, really easily. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think I understand it at a. At a uh, conceptual level, I think the actual, like some of the intricacies of it and how that actually works and everything else, I think would be interesting to, I mean, it's nice that it's nice as a presentation level, but when you actually get into it, like, how would this work, right? And governance and like those, there's a lot of, there's there's a lot of, there's some hiccups in in the weeds, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. So.
3: Yeah, I think, I think there's, there's some details yet. I I don't know if you've seen the implementation, you know, they, they knocked out an initial like uh, proof of concept, um at mm-hmm. cosmoverse if you look at the README and the documentation for it there's like a list of like hey you should be aware that there are not solutions to these problems yet and they need some discussion and there's a big bullet point list um it's really interesting reading and actually it's like i say it's well it's actually quite readable it's well structured if you're a cosmoism dev or whatever you can kind of just have a peek in it and um that's it's that's pretty, pretty cool, cool. um recommending that yeah oh yeah it's super cool um, and it's super cool that Larry is just like, yeah, knocked started knocking out this, uh, the first part, which, you know, kind of right, right. Um, connection part. So so
0: that means what's, um, so if that. if that Cosmos SDK can be replaced by WASM, right? And if mesh security and the other types of things are WASM driven types of solutions, the way I understand it then what is the value of the Cosmos ecosystem? Is it purely... Is it, It's kind of centralizing around IBC protocol.
3: It begins IBI and ends with B. But that, but that's <laughs> also going
0: to expand outside
3: the Cosmos, right?
0: Because uh, there's a push to say, hey, screw this whole thing around bridges because bridges... Fuck bridges, right? Yep. So if IBC then turns into a global standard of how ecosystems run and the tendermint piece goes away... Then what we're really getting down to is a replace like a, repl- a blockchain replacement of TCP IP with IBC, yeah. And then whatever tool set and structure people want to build as a as, as an e- so everybody's an L one. It doesn't matter. I as long as they talk IBC, they're able to be able to take advantage of that. And there's no winner. IBC is the winner, yeah. Right? Like there's no there's no ecosystem yeah. winner. Like that that idea dies. I mean, so. Right? I- is that
3: fair? Yeah, I think I think what yeah, I think if you go all the way back to like literally episode one or, or episode two, I don't, don't going to call this. Uh yeah, well, I'm gonna call this the, the 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 there is a there will be a clippable quote of Let's me do that. really time ago, a million years ago in crypto years, just saying the only bit of cosmos that will survive yeah. is IBC and it will come to dominate. That's that's my that's my bet on the cosmos ecosystem, and it always has been about but I what I'm surprised by is how quickly now the conversation is moving to taking that chunk, taking the IBC bit and really generalizing right. it. And you're seeing that with you're seeing that from on one hand being pushed by like Confio and yeah. these sorts of people who are sort of working very heavily on the Cosmism yeah. side of things. You're seeing it from Strange Love and Jack's team and all mm-hmm. those guys who are who are trying to bring other ecosystems into the IBC verse. And you're seeing it from obviously informal, who are basically you know, built IBC Rust, which is a standalone imported into your Rust project that is going to be a mm-hmm. blockchain, and you can do stuff with it. Um, and 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 that's like there's there's a number of different angles there which are going to become different ways of building an IBC stack over right. time. Uh none of them correct, all of them very different. But like you say, like I mean, I was having this conversation with uh Jake the other day about you know how far we think it is away that you're going to be able to um have like a viable ibc chain that, that's sort of bootstrapped from a team who are in the cosmoverse mm-hmm. now that doesn't have tendermint as the consensus engine but it's sort of recognizably sort of a cosmos chain in in the sense of how we kind of think about it but then when you kind of go and look at the github you're like oh wait none of, none of this is this is a different consensus engine it's different this it's different that it's different the other but would, so you, wouldn't you know, be, that's a, a little way a, off, That's a way off, but, but
0: wouldn't would it be more likely that a, an existing chain adopts IBC and so therefore meets that same criteria just from the opposite direction?
3: That's going to be, yeah, I think that will be the big onboarding right. next into the IBC verse will be other chains, sort of what we now call bridging, right, right. but it will be actually just joining the IBC verse. Um, and that's gonna be really exciting. Like, I, I don't know that it's going to make the Atom price pump, but it's going to be cool for the, uh, the ecosystem of, of IBC, I suppose. Um, but nobody, nobody really, uh, and that's but really nobody cool. benefits
0: off that. Right. Like, it's not like, uh, is that right?
3: Well, the end user, let me refresh.
0: There's no centralized <laughs> entity that, that 100% benefits from the use of IBC. Like, like, right. That is
3: a. Which is how you can tell it's probably a good thing. Yeah, right? I I'm saying it is a
0: good thing. Yeah, for sure. People we'll benefit
2: from IBC by we'll not say. getting rugged.
3: <laughs> yeah, and end, end use. Yeah, end end users benefit, and nobody uh, and and few people other than developers who are experts in IBC are really going to make like loads of money off it. So it kind of suggests that it definitely is actually what decentralization is, and not what people talk about when they put up gov props, wanting to increase a valve set by right. five. Um, which was possibly my spiciest comment of this episode. Um, so there we go. What else is um, going?
2: I, I, I definitely beat your ass with the uh, spicy comment tonight.
3: Oh yeah, did I miss one? Did I miss a good I just
2: No, general comments about okay. chain <laughs> so, economics.
3: Uh, I mean, your 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 econ. Well, we've we've got a little bit of spice to cover as we well, do? actually, in kind of news of the week. So we got. Um, do we go for? Okay, f- I, I get. Okay, well, let's go for. Let's go for spiciest first. Tombstone, no way! <laughs> <laughs> Tombstone, of, Tombstone the week. of the week. Um, yeah, w- d- there. But I come into it completely unprepared because I oh, forgot who it was. There was a- shit. Man, there has been.
2: There's, there's literally team- been so many fucking tombstonings lately that I've stopped caring. No, nope. details. so I
3: saw. I saw I-
0: it was on a chain. I'm not on though. I know I saw that. one. It was on.
3: Yeah, it was. Was it Fucking on Loom hell. or Sif?
0: It might have been on Sif. It was on Sif, right? It was a Sif chain. Yes, 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 I think yes. It was yes, on Sif. Yes, yes,
3: um, so ob- obviously, like you know, we we are taking the piss a bit, but like we, <laughs> sorry about Delegators funds. We're obviously like it, I think as we covered in pre in the previous thing about Tombstoneia, it could it could happen to any validator. Like you know, there are things that we don't understand about the stacks we use. But Tombstone of the week. We've seen a validator go down Sif. Uh, they didn't, I think, initially notice that they had actually been tombstoned, um, which is...
2: Uh, it's a common trend amongst the tombstones.
3: T- well, I guess because maybe, maybe the thing is like, again, like I because I remember when I, I have tombstoned a validator on Testnet, and I remember what happened was the alerting went, you're not producing any blocks. And I was like, hmm, like
2: frantically, unjail, unjail, unjail. Why would it work? Oh. <laughs>
3: i just like yeah i just, like, just restart cosmovisor i just I, while i go check the memory there doesn't seem to be any memory pressure because it's not doing anything um i was like well that's really weird and because i think at that point we didn't have testnet mint scan as well because right. it was like a starter right, right, or something right. like that so i was just like what could it be what could it be what could it be i think it was just todd actually who's gone because so he was just like hey has anybody else been <laughs> Just questioning.
2: But, just throw it, out, it there. out there.
3: Did anybody get tombstone? You're like, shit. Ooh, that'll be it. So it? I have to, I have to, to you, say, you though, that, the, was, that was
2: then and this is now, right? Like, given the experience you have in node operating between then and now, I think if you've stopped producing blocks, you can immediately think of whether or not you've been doing sketchy shit that May result in a tombstone <laughs> and get worried about it pretty quick. And check, don't that, you, don't you think now? Like there, there's a difference between then and now.
0: That well, this last one, I think this well, one on SIF, I think that person brought up a new validate. Like they they were moving hardware. They were moving and hardware. That's, and they just literally copied keys starting it up and oh shit, it can't do that? Like it was like one of those situations, right? I, I don't think it was it wasn't anything it was no it was it was just them and it was the chain was moving, right? It was just like a oh shit, I can't do that
2: type of I, situation. I, right? I would say that is sketchy shit. That's just not copying. sketchy shit. Well, I mean copying it, your keys. What did they stop yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. About, like again, I'm, checklists, you know, that type of shit.
0: Checklists, exactly. But right.
2: but what I'm saying is that like now we know if we're if If you are all of a sudden in jail, I yeah. feel like you can do a quick recount of the last five minutes activities and determine whether or not you're going to be probably tombstoned
3: right right yeah, yeah. well i guess for for us for us like we just we just take the hit and we go down we just we just stop the service. I usually disable it in yep. system d before yep. doing any maintenance. And and that's actually, even now, we, we've been on a remote signer now for about 18,000 crypto mm-hmm. years, which is like, I don't know, six, seven months <laughs> or whatever. Um, but the, yeah, even using a remote signer, like it, you're just like, okay, there's a lot of moving parts here. I haven't audited every bit of the code for TMKMS. I think I understand how it works. Do I want to bet my life on that no and the fun thing was and i think i mentioned this in the other episode when we were talking about tombstones was that like you're know, on a testnet very recently um uh i do have keys on a mm-hmm. box because it's a testnet sure. box and i also run tmkms and i cycled out what i so when you submit a, a gentx you need to have the original key if you're reusing a box and you want to um, use the same remote signer, right? So I cycled in the old key to create the TX because I didn't do it on my laptop because I, my, my, I'm an idiot. Basically, that was the that was my only excuse. I don't have a good excuse. I should have just done it <laughs> on the laptop. Um, but I can't emphasize enough that most of our most of our non-test net, I think, literally all of our non-test net keys and backups are in a bank vault. So this would have been even more of a pain in the arse if I had to go to the fucking bank fault to, so to to then like figure it out to get a key for and, a test yeah. Net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly this is why uh, my level of paranoia is reduced <laughs> to be like look quality of life so anyway, we were bringing up this thing we were recycling on some other network and um yeah move the key onto the box that we were going to use that we were going to use and just went okay gentx then remove the um, the file, right? And then when it starts, it'll actually generate a new one. Yeah. So, bish, bash bosh, you're done. Um, what I did was I I pieced this together afterwards. I had actually fat-fingered the command to do what I normally do, is I typically move the file, I just add .old on uh-huh. the end, and then move it somewhere. And then when I'm sure that it's worked, I delete it. Um, this is on a test net. On mainnet, it is very much just not never on the box anyway so it doesn't matter um and we wouldn't reuse a box in that way we bring up a new box because we have scripts that can do that but anyway mainnet is very different testnet testnets were a lot less automated um so anyway we got this up and then went over to i was like oh it's not signing that's weird and then went over to tmkms looked at the log and it was just like double sign double sign detected prevented double sign detected prevented and I was like, how the fuck? Are <laughs> and then it turned out, yeah, I went back over to the other thing. And yeah, the, the command line instruction I'd run, I'd just fat fingered it. And I'd just like control just C did, it or, just something. Stop or something. And actually it was just the yeah. old key. So it's easy. Yeah. It was, I think it was like a bash script that had a few a few instructions on it and it must have errored on a previous line. And I just don't like the classic thing of just putting set E at the top of the bash script and not thought, well, hang on, if this line right. errors, it's not going to move the right. old file. And then that will still be in place, and then it will restart the service, and I will think that it's restarted the service with the old yeah, file moved yeah. out of the way, generating yeah. the new file. Yeah. Incorrect because it failed, because of my fat finger on the my yeah. typo. It, in fact, errored out, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, that errored. Restart the service. Not thinking, oh, the problem is not the bash, you know, it's not just like the bash script error for some reason. I'm just like, oh, that's weird. I'll just, I, th- I assumed Cosmovisor had just, like, baffed on start, so just restarted it. But it actually had never run because the script had exited because the file hadn't moved out. We uh, like uh, that, that issue. That doesn't
2: add up to me. That doesn't add up.
0: It it does. Since it's, since it's scripted and it's like in a bash script, you don't know was when it that a actually.
2: Separate node? Like, were you trying to just change your node from having that key on it to bringing on, like to changing it from a local key to remote sign a key? Was it one node? Or are we talking about. No, it was
3: back? already on. It was already on it. It's one node. It was, it was already a remote signer key. This is just a test net, but the test net, the network was bringing up a new test net, and I was reusing the old box. But I'd obviously already taken off the 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 private valve key, yeah. that was already gone somewhere into the fucking never never sphere. But then I wanted to create GenTX and I was being lazy because it wasn't on my laptop. So I found, I, I put the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I know the correct version of the software is on the server. What am I doing? So I threw the, I threw the, threw the privvowel key up on that box because then it will do the correct GenTX, right? Because you need the privvowel key to be correct. So then issued it from that box and then ran this like generic cleanup script. But at the top of the script, it errors out if there's a thing. I mean, it just didn't. Because I, again I, I use Z shell locally. So I'm just so used to seeing like the red X. If something if it didn't exit zero, I see the red X, I'm like, ooh. But then on, on the servers, I'm using a different ah, shell setup. So I was of that's, 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 that's exactly what and I was so there's, saying. There's, like a bit of a, comedy, a, bit of a yeah. comedy of errors here with like the way yeah, I was yeah, using the yeah. the shell in the, on the server. Yeah, minor mistake in a bash script yeah like, I, that's that's actually interesting because and that's how you tombstone that's exactly what i was going to say that's how you like, like
0: we like i run a shell that like the if the last exit was not zero it fucking it shits everywhere like it, it tells you like it's red and you can tell like what the status is of the last command that's run and i'm exhausted because i've been rewriting all of our ansible stuff so it's all up at our repo and all this stuff and i've been have pulling heavily from Schultzy stuff and also from Polka choose stuff. And like, just like rewriting it the way I would like I manage it. Right. Which is similar, but different. Right. Which is no big deal. And, um and one of the things I haven't done is I haven't rerun. I haven't rerun and reworked all my ZSH stuff because I, I run primarily ZSH with like all my ZSH. And I have like a specific um, um kind of color scheme I use. And like, just because it helps me when you're managing, like we have, I don't know, 88, like 80 machines or something like that between vms and a bare metal or something like that and and when you get in that situation it's really easy to fuck up like it's really easy to like it, I, I like I might like right now i probably have 25 shell stations open because you might be doing something that's you know you got three nodes of this and this and everything else going on and like you just lose it especially in a vm structure because bare metal is a little bit easier but when you like I, we run vms v for a bunch of stuff related to test nets and everything else and And when you get in that situation it's really easy to forget what you're doing and so as i'm running all these ansible scripts everything's moving to bash and i feel naked like that's exactly what it is like you're exactly right like when you don't have that some of those catch-alls that are in there um i think it's really easy to fuck things up right and and that that like that that structure like zhh shells and like showing like massive red x's when when processes fail that's not like something that is out of the box. That's something you learn from 30 years of fucking other things up. Right. Um, it's really where it comes from. Boy, that was, I know you guys. Yeah, just, exactly. I look, looking for it. it. <laughs> it's it's 1036 in the morning. Like that was a good story for 1036 in the morning. I'm not. Uh, I, I know. Looking to I, I you. look I'm, like. I, you. I was, you were. I know you were. That's okay. It's we're. No, I was hovering over the
3: fucking thing. He's just He's kind of work. You, what, what, he just waiting to say something funny. I don't think he gets to smile. Like I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <She's> hand- <laughs> my hands are off my the hands, keyboard. My hands.
2: <laughs> I-